Do you know what's coming up on Sunday the 14th? Yep, it's Mother's Day. So first of all, happy Mother's Day to all the moms, and especially my mom. Mom, I love you so much. So moms, are you ready for Sunday? Are you preparing for a little bit of me time? (laughs) And for the men listening, what are you going to do for your wife or for your mom? Do you know what she would like or do you know what she needs? Sometimes it might be different than what you're actually thinking, surprisingly. And even if you're not a mom, this episode is going to be so relevant because understanding your needs is so critical as you're in relationships. That could be with your partner or your spouse or as a parent, as a friend, or even as a coworker. So yes, Mother's Day definitely got me thinking about this, but knowing and understanding your needs, good, bad, or indifferent, is critical to your overall well-being and just plain happiness. It will keep you from feeling empty or burned out, and it's like oxygen as you feel more understood and respected in your relationships. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. Oh boy, there is so much to say about this one. First off, I'm going to just share a little bit of my journey of just trying to figure out what my own needs were. But I just want to clarify before I do that, I am definitely not an expert in relationships, for sure. (laughs) I know relationships, whether it's with your spouse or your kids or family or friends, they are always a work in progress. But I'll tell you part of my story, and then I'll share some questions and resources that really help me figure out my needs. And then we're going to touch on some ways and examples of how you can make this really important in your own life. So you can reap the benefits and see the positive changes in not only yourself, but in your relationships. Have you ever taken the time to write down what your needs were? It's funny how much you think you know what your needs are, but then often we just don't really sit down and think about it or write out what they are. Years ago, before I married my husband, I was on a quest to figure out what the heck, what the heck are my needs? I really felt like I wanted to understand them better and just to understand me better as it's such an important part of life and how it affects so many things. Knowing who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you need. And there's nobody judging if they're good needs or if they're meaningful needs or insignificant. Whatever the case, they are your needs. I ended up doing a lot of research and then I found a book called His Needs, Her Needs by Willard Harley. I actually spoke of this before in another episode, but it was so helpful for me to just get a starting point. He gave a list of needs that were often the top 10 needs for men, and then he listed the top 10 needs or the common ones for women. Now, obviously, this was just more general, but it really gives you a good starting place to start thinking about, you know, what you value and what you need. So for example, a few of the top needs for women were affection. Women need to feel loved and cared for. Or another one was communication. 
that those were in the top 10. And then a few of the top needs for men were different. One was admiration, when you express your feelings of how proud you are of them, or recreational companionship, that was in the top 10. They need to play with their spouse, this kind of thing. Again, he listed 10, obviously some can overlap, but those are just some examples. Then you can really start thinking. Maybe what you need is someone who's always up for something social or adventurous because you hate sitting home. Or you really need someone that's into working out and into health. Whatever it is, the key is to not feel like someone's going to judge you for any of these needs. Be honest about it because that's going to help you the most in the end. Knowing intimately what you need and then... If you're married, knowing intimately what your spouse needs, this will make a world of difference in your relationship or marriage. And then not not just becoming aware of these things, but then what actions are you going to take knowing this information? What things can you do daily that will meet her or his needs? This kind of thing. Let's play that out a minute. If you know one of the needs your spouse has was they needed help around the house, for example. How meaningful would it be for her or him to help with the dinner and then the cleanup? (laughs) I think I would absolutely love that. (laughs) You don't think it's a big deal, but for her or him, it means the world. You just filled their cup. At the same time, you know their need was affection. And they really need those hugs each morning or each night. Or the text in the day to say, I'm really thinking about you, honey. That kind of thing. Whatever they are. Understanding them and doing the things that fulfill each other's needs goes a long way. Oh my gosh, it is so good. I'm not saying this is always easy, but it is super powerful. And it's not only just good in relationships. I just wanted to share what I dove into before my marriage and that kind of related more to marriage and relationships. But what else? What do you just need as a person? What do you need now, no matter your situation? At this stage of your life, whatever that is, because, you know, it's true, as years go on and things in life change, you change and your needs change as a result. So even if you take my uh, exercise and I was trying to understand what my needs were, but that was so long ago. That was before I was married, before I had kids, right? But years later, Now I'm a mom, I'm older, and we're parents, and we're in different situations. So of course, our needs are going to change and evolve. This is really important to realize because sometimes you don't look back at your needs closely enough to realize just how much they can change or they have changed. We are all so busy with so many different things and activities and all of it. And it's so easy to get caught up in the demands of daily life and put our own needs on the back burner, trying to do everything for everyone else. Can you relate or what? (laughs) I'm going to share a quick story. Just the other day, we had an event at the school in the evening for our younger daughter. I was so busy in the day that I knew I couldn't get a workout in until the evening. It's not my favorite thing to wait that long, but it happens. So anyway, we drove to the event But then the presenters, all of the kids, were going out for ice cream. And my daughter and I drove together. My husband drove separately. So either she drove me home and didn't go, or she drove with her friends. But then since we live about 15 to 20 minutes from where they were going, I offered to wait by the school so her friend didn't have to drive her home. So she could go with her friends to have ice cream, and then I would grab her to go home when they were done. It's not a big deal, but here's the thing. 
The whole evening, first of all, took a lot longer. So it was even later in the evening. And then I had the crazy idea that I'll, I'll, I'll just wait for you, honey. <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't know why I said that, but I did. And then by the time we got home, I had zero energy to work out. I was feeling like, why the heck did I do that? And I, I guess it's not a big deal in and of itself. But as moms, as parents, don't we do this a lot? Do this for our kids. Do that for our kids. Run here, run there. And we don't stop. We don't stop to carve out the time that we really need. I am sure so many of you listening can relate to that story. (laughs) Prioritizing your own needs, no matter what's happening, is essential for your overall well-being and happiness, truly. First, understanding what you need to feel fulfilled or balanced or energized. That's the first step in creating a life that really aligns with what you want. And then making it a priority to find those ways to meet your needs really allows you to show up as your best self in all areas of your life. Okay, I just want to take another example here. You know me because I think it really helps to try to see it. And I want to talk about as an individual, just trying to understand our own individual needs and how meeting those needs can have a positive ripple effect in so many ways. Okay, so let's say Maggie always loved reading, but her kids were getting older and they were getting more and more involved, sports, activities, all of it. And she worked full-time, so she was finding it super difficult to find a moment for herself. She was feeling so overwhelmed and stressed out. She was short with her kids. Her husband was noticing. She just didn't seem happy. She realized that, you know what? I need something else. I need to be more present as a mom, as a spouse. So she decided she's going to do something about it. She decided to wake up an hour earlier or carve out an hour in the evening to read before her family woke up or without any distraction. And then she began to set aside time each week to attend a book club with her friends. After some time, this was really helping her. She was feeling like she had more time for her. She had more energy and enthusiasm for life. She became more patient with her kids. Running them here or there didn't feel as frustrating. Her husband even began to notice that she was happier. And it showed up even more in their marriage because since she was getting more of what she needed, it was easier to feel more present in her marriage and the two of them began to have more fun together. You can see it, right? Obviously, I added all of the ripple effects there so you could really see how taking the time to meet your needs really does make a positive difference in your life and in your relationships. And then, you know what, you can take this into friendships. What do you need in a friendship? Or what do you need in a job or in your career? There are so many areas in which knowing your needs, just really understanding them and making an effort to meet them and communicate them, all of that can be so valuable. This learning gives us clarity. Asking ourselves questions gives us clarity. So with that in mind, now I want to share some of those questions that I think will really help you identify some of the needs you have right now just as a start. And then it will also give yourself, you know, a check. Are you getting those needs met today? These are going to be questions that are going to be more general, just to get you thinking. Number one, what activities or practices make me feel refreshed and energized or that bring me happiness and joy? Number two, how much sleep do I need each night to feel rested and alert during the day? 
Number three, what physical activities do I enjoy and find rejuvenating? And how often do I get to engage in them? Number four, what are my biggest sources of stress? And how could I manage them more effectively? Number five, what relationships in in my life bring me joy and fulfillment? And which ones drain my energy? Number six, what things am I saying yes to or allowing to happen that causes me to feel frustrated later? Number seven, what do I need in terms of alone time and social time to feel balanced and fulfilled? Are there any boundaries I need to set for this to happen? Number eight, what are my biggest priorities in life and how can I make sure to align my actions with those priorities? Number nine, what things happen that cause me to feel negative feelings because of an unmet need? Are there some things I need to communicate better to others about those needs? Number 10, what things am I doing to make myself better? What things am I doing to try to understand others better? Those are just ton questions to kind of get your, your thoughts started, but there's then a whole other exercise you could do, of course, to get more specific, like in your relationship or in your marriage. Actually do a whole needs analysis. What are your needs? And then what are your spouse's or partner's needs? You know, I have some book recommendations for this one. <laughs> so I told you about the book, His Needs, or Her, uh, His Needs, Her Needs, that one. But he actually has two different books I saw. The first one, His Needs, Her Needs, Building a Marriage That Lasts. And then I think the second one, I should have looked at the date, but it's called His Needs, Her Needs, Making Romantic Love Last. Again, by Willard Hartley. Then, have you heard about the love languages? You probably have, of course, but these are instrumental in creating strong relationships. They have one for couples, they have one for teenagers, and even young children. Obviously, that could be, (laughs) that's like an entire episode in itself, but I just wanted to to, to put that out there because this is another resource to help you understand your, your needs and understand how you give love, how you receive love, all of that. I'll put all of the books, of course, in the show notes. I'm sure you know and feel how easy it is to get caught up in the demands of everyday life. But I just want to reiterate, taking the time to really tune in to your own needs and making a conscious effort to meet them. Gosh, it is so amazing how much it can impact your physical, emotional, and mental health. So maybe that's taking some time out to get your exercise in, or maybe that's taking time to be alone and just to think and not have to do anything. Or maybe it's just saying no, creating some boundaries and not feeling guilty about that. You know what? No matter what it is, by prioritizing your own needs, you not only improve your own life, but it causes such a ripple effect. Everybody's going to be happier in the end, right? So don't be afraid to make yourself a priority. Okay, so let me wrap this up by giving you something to think about. First of all, if you're a mom, what is something that you're going to do for you this upcoming weekend? What will give you oxygen and help you feel more fulfilled and energized? And if you're her spouse, what do you think your wife needs? As a mom, what are her needs and what would make her feel super special? Sometimes it might be different from what you think she likes. Do you know what I mean? And that goes a little bit to the love language thing. How does she receive love? What would she appreciate? That kind of thing. Would she appreciate a bouquet of flowers? Or would she appreciate you telling her that you're going to go cook dinner and clean up the dishes? 
Or maybe she would appreciate just a few hours extra to sleep in or do some gardening, whatever it is. Ask her, what would make you happy? What would make you feel appreciated this Mother's Day weekend? What do you need? No matter what you're doing, I hope you have a great weekend and you take some time out for you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.